Hi there, fellow pickers. My name is Mike, and I'm coming to you from the redwoods of Northern California. And my name is Jen, and I'm sitting on top of a pile of Tupperware. <laughs> nice. I love it. In the kitchen. <laughs> yes, the Tupperware has taken over our life, and I'm kind of surprised at how it actually... I thought I was going to be okay with having so much Tupperware in the garage, where I'm trying not to let it get give me anxiety, but it is a little overwhelming having all the Tupperware. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. <laughs> and when you're only sorting through just a handful of pieces each day, it just it's gonna be a while before you get your garage back. Yeah, that's for sure. But we'll give you guys an update later on in the show about what's going on with the Tupperware. Today we are gonna be talking about a free eBay seller account versus the eBay store, one of the eBay store accounts. Kind of what the pros and cons are. <clears throat> So first we're going to jump into a couple updated sales that we had recently. Some of them were, weren't so good transactions. And then we're going to throw a couple good ones in there. We wanted to be transparent with everyone. So Jen, do you want to start off with one of your sales or do you want me to go first? Yeah. I, let's start things off on a happy note. Shall we, I think I just feel like we'll start with something that that's happy. Um, We've had a few Tupperware sales, and the the biggest one so far was a set. Um, somebody ordered two of our sets of bowls. Um, so they were eight bowls, two sets of four. And after all of the fees and, and such came out, we actually earned about $30. <laughs> so for me, that just felt um, really encouraging because we had a string of lower items, lower, like, sales items that have been going lately and so um to have one just felt like kind of a a, a win <laughs> just felt good nice. got that first sale out there i like it and it wasn't technically our first sale but it was good and it was kind of, i was talking to will uh from reseller madness today and he was asking me if we we're bundling all, the, all this tupperware if we're selling individual or what we're gonna do so uh yes will we are bundling them we're not doing quite as a lot but I do like it. I like that we're selling them. All right. So for mine, mine's not such a good sell. And I wanted to be transparent with you guys that this happened. But we kind of kind of experienced a low in the volume of sales that we're having. So I kind of went through a few of ours. And the ones that I knew what we had paid for and I felt comfortable adjusting the price on, I went ahead and did. And it was just a very few of them because Jen's been listing a lot of this stuff. I don't want to step on her toes or undo something that she's been doing if she has something else in mind. But something that we had was we're both backpackers and we have jet boils and when, and it's a cooking system for backpacking, but the jet boil comes with a fuel stabilizer. It's the star looking thing. It unfolds and it makes it more stable when it's on the ground. Well, to be honest with you, I don't know how many, I, I don't know anybody that uses that. Now, obviously there's people that's using it because people bought them from us. But it was a free item for, for us, and I listed it. Listed it for $9.99. It was, was not moving at all. We got all kinds of watchers. It was really competitively priced. So that morning, I thought, well, I'm going to drop it by 5 bucks. And still a free item, making 5 bucks on a free item. So now we're down to $4.99, free item. Went ahead and, lit, and dropped it down, and we sold one. We're like, yes, it worked. Yeah. Dropped the price. <laughs> cool. Well, when we went to list it, when Jenna went to list it, she was like, did you realize that this is under free shipping? We had free shipping on the thing. Dang it. So sold this thing for 4 dollars 
and ended up having to pay shipping, which the shipping cost was four thirteen for the label. The ad fees and eBay's thirty cent fee at in at the end, it came out to where we lost fifty one cents on this thing. So yeah, we literally paid them to send it to someone. <laughs> we literally paid somebody fifty cents to buy this from us. The learning curve. Yeah, the the good thing is that we had three of them listed. So as soon as we realized that we did that, we changed it to uh, buyer pay shipping. And Mm -hmm. immediately, I think that it like re-energized that that listing or something because we sold the other two right away. And we had listed three of them. Three of them had been listed for quite a a few months now. So it was was a good thing and a bad thing. We lost money, realized we had free shipping on it. Then we ended up selling the other two for the $5 price. So made made a little bit of money there. What's, what's really the, there's two things that are really weird about that jet boil thing though is when we were researching like the cost of listing them including the shipping was what pretty much everyone else was doing on their listing at right around that 999 point. And so it's just really confusing to me how they sell for 499 and then the people are paying like five something for shipping. I mean it costs us for 13, I think, for the shipping label, but um, they're paying five something. So, like, they're essentially paying $9.99 anyhow, um, but they sold better <laughs> the other way. And, you know, it's just a, it's a good, um, you know, you just don't know. We I've kind of switched to the tactic of just charging the shipping um, right when we were, like, right out of the gate when you were making listings and I was new. I was kind of factoring in some free shipping here and there as, like, a test to see how it would do and um i really learned like it's just better off if they're paying for the shipping and we just pick a price point that we feel comfortable with um selling the item for them and that seems to be going well by and large even when there's competition that has free shipping i just adjust the price accordingly um but it, it's it's sort of noteworthy like that those other two sold so quick after we added the ship the shipping back in it's just bizarre right i know there's all kinds of debate about free shipping and not free shipping or in uh, buyer pay shipping. I can understand the debate with free shipping. People sort through with just for the free shipping filter. So I see how you could lose some people if you got people are sorting through the filter, but I don't see a drop in our sales because we have buyer pay shipping. Mm-hmm. We still sell quite a bit. All right. And when I'm shopping, your- I always use that filter that says um, price plus the cost of shipping lowest, you know? And so. Oh. Um, that is, that's what the way I shop for things. And so I just figured right. that, that must be what most people are doing. <laughs> I love it. All right. What's your number two sell? Well, the, so then on a sad note, cause we have had uh, quite the learning curve here lately. Uh, you have sourced a long time ago, a really cute little Batman Lego alarm clock. And it was around the time that the Batman Lego movie didn't come out or was popular. It was still it was still buzzy um and it was really it was in really good shape it was super cute we listed it um you had you originally had listed it i believe and i don't think i realized that you had paid three dollars for it um and i mean we have a spreadsheet but sometimes when we're making those markdowns we you know this is part of our learning curve we're we're learning now to to consult the spreadsheet um to make sure before we lower the price of something um it just it hadn't gained any momentum. It wasn't getting any traction. Nobody was looking at it. No one was buying it. Um, so 
I think you lowered the price, and then I think I also lowered the price. And we ended up selling it for $7.99. Um, and, you know, with the shipping and all the things together, um, once they took out all of the fees, we we made a profit of $1.12. And so, I mean, it just becomes kind of comical when you're like, I can't believe I just spent that much time to make $1.12. And I know that's in the, that's in the positive. Um, so it's not like another one of those jet boil uh, fan experiences where we've lost money, but it's just disheartening to spend, you know, your time and then to pack it up. And then I had to run to the post office. So it's like gas and energy and mm-hmm. uh, for $1.12, you know, <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but yeah. So for the new resellers out there, that's a good thing to take into account. You have eBay fees. And then you have vinyl fees, which is based on a percentage of all of the sales. So it's the cost that the buyer pays, it's the shipping, and it's everything. It's the total sales. eBay takes a percentage out of it. And it's about 12.5% is a good average. So now that we're more experienced resellers, we could actually factor in that cost into our price point so we know exactly how low we're going to go. And another trick that Jennifer and I have been talking about is we already have some coded listings in the bottom of our description about where items are. I think we're going to come up with some kind of clever idea where we can have it in the description, what the price was that we actually paid for it. So I don't want to give away all of our secrets, but I think that that's in the work. So we can just look at a listing and be able to change it real quick. It, that's uh, that's one little trick trick that we could give you guys for free right now is do some creative stuff in your descriptions also to let you know where your items stored, what you paid for it, or what your bottom line price is would be a good one. Anyway, okay, so going on to my second sell. This one was really cool because I picked it up out of yards at a estate sell. And I'm really into guns also and hunting and all that other kind of stuff. So I'm really up to speed on what this stuff goes for. But this guy was a big time hunter and a gun enthusiast. And he had... He had gun holsters. He had uh, leather belt. Loading equipment. Yeah, loading equipment. Yeah. We did well on that. Yeah, these little parts and pieces for loaders. So we also he also had new tags, a vintage uh, set of coveralls. The only thing that kind of scared me was there were 2XLs, which isn't super big, but it's still bigger than like your average man. And they were they're in camouflage and color but they were also insulated. So the tags had a price point of what? $78, I think, brand new. Yeah, give or take yeah. 80, 80, 90, something like that. Yeah, it was right around the, the 80-ish dollar range. Let's just say that. And so we listed them. I can't remember what you listed them for exactly, but we ended up taking an offer on them for $40. And I, so after... I sent out a lot of offers on those. Did you? Good. yeah. So we paid minimal. I, I don't know if we might have paid five bucks, maybe 10 bucks if we're really pushing it. But in overall, we sold it. And after all the fees and everything, uh, we ended up we ended up uh, making about 30 bucks on it. So that was a pretty big, pretty big win. We could have hold held out for the actual $80 price that we we're asking for. But sometimes if you're making enough profit, I don't know. We kind of differ in this opinion, don't we, Jen? But I, I think if... If there's enough profit there, I'm okay with taking some of the hits on them. The one thing that you want to keep in mind, though, is that you're lowering the price. You're lowering the comps on other people's items, though. So, yeah, 
Uh, so on that particular item, we paid $9 for them at that estate sale. And um, the ending was $31.58. So $31.58 minus $9 was our profit. 20 bucks. So, 20, yeah. 20 bucks is good. It's decent. I mean, it's a decent hourly wage anyways, you know. <laughs> That's about $200 an hour, I think, if you get after all the listing fees. Cool. Okay, so I, you guys seem to really enjoy when we give up the sales updates and hear about the money that we made or the good buys that we had. So I just want to give you guys an update. But now I wanted to dive into what Jennifer and I have been looking into for and talking about for a while now, and that's a regular free eBay seller account or compared to the eBay store. I knew nothing about this. Jennifer, I don't think you've done any research on it either, have you? Okay, nope, so not yet. It was all very vague to us. And even until this very morning when I was finishing up my notes for the podcast, did I really finally feel like I have a good understanding about what an eBay store is compared to a seller account. And you I, knew from, I knew that you got some neat credits for like shipping tape and like bubble wrap and like cute eBay branded packing material. Um, I, from some other things that we follow on social media. Uh, but other than that, I didn't really know what might come along. And, and I knew that it offered a, an even better discount on the shipping, but I didn't know how much. Like, And I knew that you probably took a certain number of sales to, to you know, equalize the cost of paying for it. And so I just didn't see that we were maybe there yet um, enough to spend time uh, researching it, spending time researching or spend time listing. Um, and so you know, it's more important to list. <laughs> right. I think Chris over at the bearded thrifter is the one that uh, always has the eBay stuff. I love watching yeah. this little shorts and those videos. Cool. I do too. Okay. So, so I'll dive into this and I'm going to make it as a kind of a conversation, Jennifer. So let's try not to talk over each other, but if you have something that you want to ask or that you want me to add more context, uh, feel free. And for our listeners, I didn't, I'm not going to go into the weeds about all this stuff. If you want more information, feel free to ask questions on our YouTube page or over on Instagram at the Pickers Podcast. And I'll do my best to answer all the questions that come in. But for right now, it's going to be a high, high level overview of what the difference is between the two and kind of where we're at. So we started with the just a regular free eBay seller account. And it's no big deal. It's when you get started, you don't want to pay the cost for having a store. It's uh, totally acceptable. So what that gives you with the free eBay seller account is eBay starts you off at the limit that you can post or list every month. And when you're first starting out, it's only about 10 items. So then uh, after, after the, after you start, showing eBay that you can handle the volume that so that's listing and that shipping also that you can handle the volume of the inventory that you have. Then they add you, they increase your limit up. And I don't know what exactly what the increments are, but it, it, it started off at 10. And then I think we got to 250 pretty quick. There's 250 items listed. And then what, with, with a, a 10, a $1,000 value on all the costs or on all the pieces. So why they do that is because if they, and then anything after 250, it costs 30 cents each to have and in, to insert it. So it's an insertion fee. Now why eBay does that, and I see the business reason behind this is because say a new person that gets excited about eBay wants to start selling, 
they buy a thousand dollars worth of, or a thousand dollar a thousand pieces of inventory and just go list it all at once all of a sudden and now they start having all these huge sales coming into you so now they're having to package ship go to the post office list answer questions everything that comes with having an ebay store and they get overwhelmed and they just go like i can't take it anymore and throw their hands up and then that leaves it leaves ebay high and dry it leaves the buyers high and dry and it makes the seller feel kind of frustrated and overwhelmed so I see why eBay did that. They want to they want to start you low, make sure you can handle it, and then build yourself up as you go. With that being said, so once you prove to eBay that you can handle that, they start increasing your limits, like I said. And we, Pickers Podcast eBay account, just became a top-rated seller. So that is fantastic news. We are top-rated sellers. And they just moved us up to, we can have 100,000 listings and we can list up to $1 million in, in uh, cost or sales. Wow. That's amazing. No. I didn't know that. <laughs> so are you okay with listing 100,000 items or are you, are you ready to do it? I know. No, I definitely, um, you know, I, that's. That's very generous of them. I don't think they'll be taking advantage of that anytime soon. Um, it's just really hard um, to get even 10 lifted in a day for me. Uh, it takes time to research them and to take the pictures and make the listings. And I usually start from one. So I'm definitely not doing it the hard way. Uh, and combined with I'm having to clean some of these items a little bit. Uh yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna be anywhere near that. <laughs> anytime soon, but you know that's nice of them. <laughs> I would rather that they just take a lower fee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, those fees really get to me too. So, let me explain that a little bit more too. So that that means that we can have 100,000 items listed in our eBay store, but we're still only capped at having 20, 250 items to list for free. Now, if we go from two for anywhere from 250 to the 100,000 mark, we have to pay a 30 cent insertion fee on anything that goes over 250 listings. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But Jen makes a good point and it drives home my point with the business case for eBay it's a lot to take on as a new seller. So that's why they cap them at the lower ends for the new new reseller to make sure that they don't get overwhelmed and they get their feet underneath themselves before they start really ramping up. Okay, so another caveat with that is that the 250 listings, that doesn't just mean 250 listings that you put up there in one month. And these are all one month increments. It, it resets every single month. So when you get to two, if you list 250 listings, that 250 also includes listings that have sold. So that's, we we're starting to have a conversation about it on the way to church this morning when I kind of cut you off. But so that's not just 250 listed, that's 250 plus anything actively that's sold in that month. That's sneaky. So you can have 250 sales per month, essentially. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where they cap you out at. And it didn't stress me out too too bad when you mentioned that though, um, about the the two hundred fifty listings because 
Um, presuming that I don't want to work every day of the week, which I am not going to. Everybody deserves to have a day off, a good Sabbath day. Um, I have been trying to make a listing on every, you know, six days out of the week. And, you know, even at seven, that's like eight, eight or so listings per day. And there are days that I can't, I can't get that many done, but there are some days that I can get 10 done. So, um, yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll be okay. <laughs> yep. And so that you're right. It's 8.3 listings per day in a 30 day month cycle to get to 250, which is a lot. Cause I see you working your tail off on listing these things. So that'd be a lot. Yeah. So there's a couple of good catches that eBay has though. And one, you can check in your seller's hub to see how many you've listed and how much space you have left. And also we haven't reached this, this point yet, but eBay actually sends you an email that says, Hey, you're reaching your free listing maximum. So good. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the plans though, I wanted to, we had, we, there's been this confusion in my own mind and, and I'm sure other people have had it too. When <laughs> those darn eBay fees, I hate those eBay fees. There's so oh. many, I know it's, it's, it's so worse. <laughs> so I kept hearing to buy to get into an eBay store. They lower the, the insertion fee the th and it's a 30 cent insertion fee right now. So if you go over 250, you have to add 30 cents to every single item that's over that 250 limit that you put in there. But when I started seeing our sales and looking at our, at the cost, our eBay costs, there's another 30 cent fee in there. And I'm like, there's a 30 cent fee on every transaction. And what's this 30 cent insertion fee and 30 cents just like, it just made me confused. <laughs> so let me explain the 30 cent fee final selling price fee that's in there. The two fees are separate. There's a 30 cent insertion fee and there's a 30 cent final selling price fee that's included in everyone. So that 30 cents that you pay on every on, on every final final sell, that is to cover eBay's cost for them taking your money from or them taking the payment from your buyer for you. And it, it's just the same as if you go into a store and you swipe your credit card that store has to pay that credit card company a fee every time they swipe it. And so that's eBay's way of covering that cost. So that makes me feel a little bit better about it. And then when the, the percentage that eBay charges, that's how eBay makes their money. I can see it as a business plan. If I'm sure eBay is making a ton of ad revenue also off of their eBay, eBay site. But that would be another way that eBay pays their employees. It keeps the website up. It keeps hackers out of it. It keeps all our information secure. I can see that they have overhead. I'm okay with that. The fees are pretty high though. I'd like to see them come down a little bit. Okay, so with that being said, and if that's not clear, just feel free to reach out and ask questions and we'll dive deeper into the weeds under that stuff. So with the store, with the stores that I started looking into, there's, I think there's six different levels of stores and I didn't even bother with the last three because they were so out of my league right now. I didn't even want to get into them. This is more of a starter beginner beginner introduction into the stores. So like I said, with our free account, we get 250 free listings. Anything over 250 is a 30% or 30% insertion fee. We still have a final value fee of about 13.25%. So it's 13.5% is a 
good average to average out, figure out what your cost, final cost should be. So each, each category in eBay has a different percentage. So books have different percentages than antiques and collectibles and cars have a different percentage than all the other stuff. But like, like I said, an average of 13.5. That's with our free, just our free basic account. Now for eBay stores with the starter account in they, they have two ways that you can do accounts. You can pay for the account monthly. And then you can also pay for the account yearly, but they charge you monthly. In the yearly, you sign a contract that says you're going to pay monthly for the next year. And that is a few dollars less on the account or on the, on the store, on the fee. So these are all going to be the yearly costs that I'm, that I'm going to give to you guys. So for the starter yearly account, it's $4.95 a month. And it gives you 250 free listings like we have already. And it's also still 30 cents per listing after that for the insertion fee. Final value fee is still right around 13.5%, but this is the areas that they start to benefit you to have a store. So you get a promotions manager tab. You can deep dive into the promotions manager side of it. You get a markdown manager, and then you get subscriber discounts. So people that subscribe to your page, to your store, you can send them discounts and give them discounts. And these are the two things that really entice me, even about the $5 a month plan. You get a store homepage. So right now, if you try to find Pickers Podcast, it's a deep dive to find our listings on eBay. And it only comes up with a few of them. It doesn't even come, come up with the whole store. So that's a positive thing. And then you, you can start building your brand up like you know, I'm really proud of our logo. I'm proud of the background. I'm proud, I'm proud of how we're branding our eBay page. So we could start working harder on that and it could start increasing sales. And then this is the big seller for me. I think this is well worth the $5 a month. So in every listing, it has a link to your eBay store. So anybody that's on your page, if they're wanting to buy one of those Jetboil stands, It'll have a link to the eBay, to the Pickers podcast store in that listing. So then they're like, oh, I wonder what other kind of outdoor equipment Pickers podcast has. And they can click on it, go over to our store, gives them the, the, the view of the whole store that we have together. So let me pause there. That was a lot of information. Did you have any questions on that? Or did you take I have all that one. One question, I think that sounds great for five bucks. I, I didn't think that it was as low as $5. For some reason, I thought it was like 30 or $40 was the entry level one. So um, it's nice to know that they have one that's um, more affordable at the $5 range. Uh, my only question is that link, does it let people buy more than one item like in a shopping cart? Because I think that's kind of the weird thing about eBay. You're buying one thing at a time. So if you had something, you had two things that I wanted. I couldn't combine them and have the person put them both in the same box and then ship them to me the way that you could shop at any other store. Do you, do you happen to know the answer? I don't. I haven't started playing around with the stores yet, but I would, I would think that they would be able to put something from our store in their shopping cart, two things in their shopping cart. Do you? I just feel like that could be beneficial because like if you are a backpacker and you're like, I wonder what the kind of um, used gear the graphics have, you, maybe you want two or three pieces of it and you want to save yourself the shipping costs, like get it combined. Um, 
I just feel like that would maybe be beneficial. Or if somebody was like, I want to shop all this fabulous Tupperware and I'd like to buy multiple pieces without having to pay individual shipping charges. And I feel very lucky that no one has messaged us yet asking for that because I don't honestly know how to do that other than to just refund them the difference after the fact, you know? <laughs> so That's a good cool. question. And I have heard other resellers that have have combined stuff and refunded the money. Yeah. Uh, refunded. I mean, the we we will. We will. I don't know that I want to advertise that. This <laughs> is like an option because this is another step on top of it all. Um, but you know, it'd be cool if people could buy more than one of our things. That would be neat. Yeah, I bet you there is, and we can di deep dive into that more too. Mm -hmm. All right. So. With you not knowing anything about stores, did I explain that clear enough to where like you have a basic understanding about what the store is? Yeah, I guess I had hoped that it would offer a shipping discount um, for us specifically because um, that is a big component of it. I, I had hoped that there would be more benefit to us than that, but um, <laughs> I guess you can't expect much for $5. And that's a good question. This was all pulled off of just what the stores advertised as uh, having their different options. So maybe if I deep if I did a deep dive even deeper into what stores offered, they might offer they they could very well offer discounts on shipping. Yeah, if you know though, you yeah. can leave us a comment. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Leave us some yeah. links to some sources too. We're always learning. All right, so now the second one that that in the it's the one that I think you're thinking about is the basic store, and that's twenty one ninety five per month on a yearly contract. And what that does, and it's something that I think that we may be able to get into at a later date because we are reaching that two hundred fifty listing maximum that we that we're talking about in our free account. And so this one bumps you up to a thousand listings per month. So now you can list a thousand of them before you start getting that insertion fee. And I believe the insertion fee actually went down by about five cents on that one too. And what I was what I was looking at, the two things that really caught my eye is it takes it, it's pretty much the same thing as the, the starter plan all the way down. Promotion manager, markdown, subscriber, store homepage, link to eBay store listing. The two things that it really, the one thing that it really stuck out in my mind that, I, that I'd be interested in is it comes with something called a Terra Peak. And what that is, is it's sourcing insights. So right now, when you go to search comps on one of your items, eBay only gives you the last 90 days of what they sold for. Well, with this Terra Peak thing, it actually gives you two years of historical data on that item instead of just 90 days. So I can see that being pretty valuable if we wanted to look and see how much something was actually going for in the past. Yeah. But we'd, we'd still have to do the cost cost benefit analysis on if if twenty one ninety five a month was worth it just for the extra thousand. You know, if we if we really were like, oh, I wanna I wanna list twenty more items per day, and but I don't want to pay the thirty thirty cent insertion fee, then we're gonna, really gonna have to get into it. Yeah, because let's see, 21 divided by 30 cents, 70. Like, it would have to be more than 70 to, to make sense. 
Yeah, exactly. You really got to do that math in there. Yeah. All right. And so in some, some of the other plans that eBay had, I don't have them written down, but I think I can, yeah, I've got them up still. So some of the other plans that eBay has, so they have five plans, the premium, which is the next step above basic. So that one's $59.95 with the yearly subscription. And it comes with 10,000 free insertions a month. And then you go to the anchor, the anchor store, and that's $299.95. So $300 a month. And that comes with 25,000 free listings before insertion fees. And then the big boy is the enterprise. And that comes in at a whopping $3,000. Oh, this one's only for a year. So that's $3,000 a year. Is that? I don't know. It doesn't, no, it just says really yearly not. subscription for 3,000. It's gotta really? be for a year. If yeah, you're at that level, then you're, you're committing for a year. <laughs> yeah. If you're at that level, you have employees working for you. So you're going to be, a, yeah. know, but those come with some, uh, the big benefit about the top two tiers is it comes with the, your own dedicated customer support to eBay because with the store like that, you're moving some volume. You're probably handling a few disgruntled people along the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're having to deal with some things inside of eBay. So Jennifer, with those plans, what do you think we should go with? Do you think we should keep our free or do you think we should keep, or do you think we should go up to a 495 starter plan? Sure. Um, right now I would think we would just stick with free. I don't see us doing the volume yet. I think there's potential for it as I get up you you know we have some friends that like to try to have four to five hundred listings at all times they kind of like have a little uh rivalry between each other to try and maintain that and so um i, I sort of lean on their expertise that the the more listings you have the better your success will be and as you're growing as a new business it just takes time to get them um get them up there and so I think it could probably be something we revisit at the beginning of the year to see if um, if sales are doing really well after Christmas, you know, um, we can we can reevaluate, <laughs> I think. Right now it doesn't yeah. seem like we're we're away a lot. And so it doesn't seem like we should spend the extra money, especially since it doesn't lower the shipping and it doesn't take away any of that percentage of that I collect. If, if it did one of those two things, I would probably be like, yeah, let's jump on that. But um, it doesn't really seem like it helps us all that much. Yeah. So The only thing that's really getting me on it is I'd really like to have that link to our eBay store and our listings. We'll be able to have an actual landing page where people would be able to go to. I, yeah. I, I tussle with the thought that that might be worth the $5 a month, but I'm not exactly sure. I'm on the fence like you are. I, know. I, I could see how it would maybe work for people who wanted to pick up more than one item of Tupperware because we've got a lot of Tupperware being listed. And if you wanted two little pieces and you could put them in the cart at the same time, I think I would be tempted to shop more if, you know, if I could get a discount. So it'd be kind of cool. Me too. It's something to look into. It's something to kick around. Okay, so that's our update and our basic knowledge on eBay stores versus a free seller account. If you have any more information for us or if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in the, in the comments and we'll try to get to them as best that we could. 
So, all right. So this part of the episode, we wanted to keep everybody up to date with the Tupperware progress we've been making. So last episode, we told you our costs, how much it had to, or how much we paid to get down there, all of our moving costs and buy the Tupperware. So as of year to date, so right now we, it cost us $1,900 to go get it. And then as of right now for Tupperware sales, we have made $69 and 71 cents. So we're well on our way to making our money back on the Tupperware sales. Congratulations. It's been a little slow to get, get going, but I think, um, now we're on good trajectory. We have, we've listed 100 pieces of Tupperware and we have sold six so far. So many more to go. See, I think that's another reason for us to get this, the free, the $5 store is because we could, we could point everybody to our store and they could go check out all the Tupperware that we found and we have listed and they can hopefully buy a Christmas present for that loved one, Gen X. That's coming up. <laughs> if not, everyone we know is getting Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give away our products. Come on. That's giving away money. If I don't make money to buy Christmas presents, we'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. All right. Thanks for following along with the Tupperware journey that we have. And I think that Jennifer has trivia this week, correct? I do. I do. And I tried to make it a little hard because last week or the last episode we filmed, I feel like you intentionally made it very difficult for me. <laughs> and so I put we'll some good effort and see these questions um they're all going to be multiple choice because i wanted to be kind since i made it i made it so that you could possibly guess correctly um so are you ready and prepared yes because i am going to guess <laughs> that's why i love that it's multiple choice okay in 2004 a piece of britney spears used chewing gum sold for fourteen thousand dollars on ebay so on june 8th of this year, a 1934 big league chewing gum baseball card featuring which baseball player sold for $1,999.99? Did you get, understand that? Yeah. And I remember okay. reading about this too, so I should know it. Oh, really? Okay. Um, A, Babe Ruth, B, Lou Gehrig, or C, Fred Mayberry. Which yeah, of those three guys had a big league chewing gum baseball card that sold for almost $2,000? Yeah, I know. I My first guess, even before you read me the answers, was Babe Ruth. But I think Babe Ruth's cards go for a lot more than that. He was a phenomenal player. He's, he's very coveted. So I'm going to go ahead and go with A, Babe Ruth. It was B, Lou Gehrig. You're right. Babe Ruth, big loose, big... Big league chewing gum baseball cards go for a lot more, uh, but I still thought that it was pretty impressive that what would have like been such a cheap item in 1934 could, could go for $2,000. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Lou Garrett B was my second guess. All right, that's a great question. Great, great, great trivia. Okay, what's next? <laughs> I tried to pick ones that I thought you would be interested in also nice. to get extra, extra credit for that. Okay. Extra credit. <laughs> The winner of the most expensive item ever bought on eBay is the Giga Yacht. That auction ended at $85 million, but that was just the deposit. 
the total cost of the luxury boat was a whopping $168 million. So between August and September of this year, which toy boat sold for the most money on eBay? A, a reproduction of Buddy, a tugboat made out of nickel made in 1928. B, a 39-inch German-made Bing torpedo boat made in 1930, or C, an antique Whedon steamboat paddle wheel made in 1890. Uh, the, the, with... the tugboat, the torpedo boat, or the paddle boat? I'm going to go see the paddle boat. Uh, it was A. The reproduction of Buddy, a tugboat made out of nickel in 1928, sold for $5,399.99. That's crazy. So let's go back to the to the boat that sold for the deposit, $85 million. The yacht. Like a, like a full-size yacht. Shit. I'm talking about toy. These were toy boats. Like Yeah, right. But think think about it. 12.95% or whatever eBay's fees <laughs> on $85 million. Yes, I'm, and they probably have had to pay the insertion fee too. <laughs> the thirty cent insertion fee. <laughs> really sticking to you. That's funny. Nice. Okay. Okay. And then note- so I'm so I've already failed yeah. trivia, but going you that. have. Well, maybe you can redeem yourself with this one. I know how much you love rocks. You are an avid collector and picker upper of rocks. So the fun fact for the day is in 2006, a rare meteorite that originated from the planet Mars was sold on eBay for $450,000. Which of these rough, unpolished stones sold for the most money between August the 18th and September the 22nd of this year? A, a green jasper rock. B, a watermelon tourmaline. Tourmaline, tourmaline, tourmaline. I'm not sure how you say that one. Or C, an Australian boulder opal. So you got jasper rock, watermelon, tourmaline, Australian boulder opal. I'm going to go with jasper, jasper rock. Uh, you, you didn't get it. Was C, the, the Australian boulder opal. Dang so it. I thought these were really weird rocks. Um, it sold for $56.21 on August the 27th. So if you have any of those rocks, um, the Jasper Rock and the Watermelon Rock are, are not worth hardly anything. They sold for about $13 each. But if you have a Boulder Opal from Australia, it's maybe worth, you know, a cool 50 bucks to you. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I just closed <laughs> out my screen on accident. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty wild. Awesome. And uh, I didn't realize, you know, that brings up a good point. How deep and vast eBay actually is. How much stuff you can actually buy on eBay. Yeah. It was fun to research these and to like click through the actual the things that had sold and see how much they had sold for. And, you know, that was kind of fun to work on that one. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks for all that information, Jen. You have an ending for us? I do not. You don't have an ending. <laughs> how about, I was in all right. Of an ending. <laughs> You're always in charge of an ending and a beginning. You came up with a great beginning, by the way. That was funny. <laughs> But I literally am sitting on a, a pile of silverware, Mike. Like, I'm literally sitting on top of it. It is everywhere. <laughs> but literally, I am on top of a pile. So <laughs> Awesome. Okay. All right, fellow pickers, go find your treasures one story at a time. <laughs>
And remember, it's not reselling unless you're literally sitting on top of a pile of Tupperware. 